Now, Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, located on the South Shore, and I have been working as a full-time realtor and sales and marketing consultant for home buyers and home sellers for the past 15 years. My unique approach to assisting my clients to the next chapter of their lives is driven by being a team player and by offering them continuous training, education, advising, and mentoring. Every week, I will be providing you with real estate topics ranging from home buyer and home seller advice, legal matters, insurance binders, flood insurance concerns, home inspection questions, environmental worries like radon, lead paint, and mold, mortgages and loan programs, staging tips and ideas, real estate contracts, market trends, home values, and more. It's a talk radio show, and you can follow along online. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. If you missed any of our shows, you can listen on my podcast at talkrealestateradio.com. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me regarding your home sale or your home purchase, you can connect with me anytime at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. This is Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate. Sharon McNamara, possibly. So, Benjamin, are you there? I sure am. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. You hear us loud and clear, I'm assuming. Absolutely. Everything sounds and looks wonderful to our listeners who can't see the uh, visual display. Everything is lovely. Perfect. (laughs) Yes. So we're in our new furniture studio. So um, we also have a special guest that sort of snuck in on us today. So uh, we have Kristen Howlett. She snuck over there in the corner, but we're going to make sure that we get her in the shot in a minute. Um, Of course, I have Mary Baker with me. And we have Melissa Wallace, who is going to be our, um, she's sort of our producer and our host of the show. So she is going to uh, be sort of guiding us and putting us through questions to try to keep us on track. Putting us through the ringer, so uh, to speak. I know Dustin tried to do that, but it did it not couldn't work. stump us. Yeah, I know. So um, so tonight we're going to be talking about preparing for spring market, right? Coming we from a sure buyer are. perspective, coming from a seller perspective. So we have lots of good stuff to talk to everybody about. If you want to call in, you can certainly do that. 781 826 Oh, no, that would be the office, but you can call <laughs> us at the office if you want, I guess. 781-837-4900. Uh, ben is at the studio and he will uh, pipe you in to us. So there we go. Very nice. Whoop, whoop. I want to call her. I want to call her tonight. You want to call her tonight? Okay. Yeah. yeah Please, everybody make Mary happy and, and send us a caller. Yeah. If we get a caller, don't we have some Dunkin' Donut cards or something that we can give away? Let's bribe right. our listeners to give us a Dunkin' Donuts call. Uh, Nobody out there is above it. No, Everybody likes Everybody a good bread. Yeah, I'm kidding. I think that that will be good. So we have Melissa joining us. I'm going to let her join us here. And um, so, Mary, why don't you tell everybody what some of our thoughts are taking things tonight from a buyer perspective and a seller perspective? So um, one of the biggest things, I think, and actually we had played around a little bit over, we did McNamara on Money McNamara Financial with McNamara Financial on Saturday. And one of the things we played around with was doing like little snippet videos or previews of what we were going to be doing that week. And um, we were kind of put on the spot. So I think it's really difficult right now for sellers to kind of, sellers and buyers to navigate 
um, where the market really is. They're just hearing all of this, oh, the market's so hot, the market's so hot, and buyers are hearing, oh, I can't get an offer accepted, or um, I have to put in multiple offers before anything comes through. Um, hold on, I'm just gonna, oh, that sounds great. So, sorry guys, I just couldn't hear myself in my headphones, so Sharon was over there trying to fix it up for me. But I think, um, so there's a lot of false information and or I wouldn't say false information, but um, emotion around both being a seller in the spring in this spring market right now and being a buyer in the spring market. So we thought we would kind of break it down and give some helpful tips for what's going on mm-hmm. um, and what we can, and if you're hiring a real estate professional, what they can help prepare you for. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure right? Kristen's going to have lots of, this is it. You can like put, you know, Kristen like to the test tonight, see how much she, you know, can help us with our listeners tonight. Yeah. So and good. I'm just looking up at, uh, okay, not a good angle for me, but, uh, but I'll, I'll take one for the team tonight, I suppose. Um, <laughs> all right, ladies, I'm going to reel you guys in because you guys said that Kristen was with us, but we didn't let Kristen introduce Very herself. Yeah. So Kristen Hallett, she, is, or you're writing for me, so I'm going to talk right to you. You are a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate. You've been with us for a few years. You are one of the best of the best. Mm -hmm. And I just want you to be able to introduce yourself to all of our listeners. You and I did a show, just the two of us, last year. I was in a tornado, remember? Yes, Sharon was in a tornado, and Mary was probably doing something with the buyer. where the heck was I? (laughs) But but you and I uh, were in this room. Uh, You know, it looked a little bit different a year ago. But uh, you and I did a show together. But why don't you um, remind everybody who you are, uh, how long you've been with us, the areas that you service, and everything about you. Well, thank you, Melissa. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, that was very (laughs) nice. My name is Kristen (laughs) Hallett. I'm going to talk to you now. Um, I am a full-time real estate agent at Boston Connect. Mm -hmm. I've been here for, I think... Three years. Three years. Three years. Yeah. yeah, three years. Mm-hmm. Yep. Time flies. I service Bridgewater, South Shore, actually anywhere. You tell me where to go, I'll go. <laughs> I'll Call my name and I'll be there. That's right. Yeah. Um, so you you have a new listing right now. So I um, one of the new things that I, I'm trying to incorporate, I, I used to do it and sort of got a little bit busy, um, but now I really want to go back to um, visiting all of our agents over the weekend who who are hosting open houses. So I knew you were doing an open house at your listing in Bridgewater. Um, so I wanted to, not very far from, from where we live, Ooh, now I'm yelling, um, not very far from where we live, right, Mary? No. Um, so it didn't take me very long. Plus, my friend was around the corner, so that was very convenient for me. Okay. Um, but but why don't you tell everybody, um, you know, about your listing over in Bridgewater? Um, at least when I went there, there were there were a few groups there when I when I saw you. I know you did Saturday and Sunday, um, but but yeah. So we'll, <laughs> why don't you tell everybody about your listing in Bridgewater first? So it's 25 Chris John Way in Bridgewater. It's a five-bedroom, gorgeous Victorian. Um, it looks so pretty from the exterior. I haven't is, been in it yet, yeah. but I like just the way it photographs outside. It's so dimensional. Like it's not your typical cookie cutter colonial no, or anything it. like that. Yeah. It looks really nice. Arch doorways, beautifully yeah. re- renovated kitchen. Well, when I saw, so I, I saw the first picture that you have in MLS and, um, you know, I did a post with using that. But then when I, um, you know, did my second post for you, um, so if you follow Boston Connect Real Estate on Instagram, you will see that I used the other exterior photo. And even when I was there on Sunday and took a picture of you, I wanted to make sure that I got that beautiful stone wall outside. Mm-hmm. It just like, it sort of reminds me... 
I love like Halloween in the fall. So, but that second photo really reminded me of like a fall night, like just beautiful with the, with the pond behind it. Like Mm. it just made me like, it brought me to a good place that I like to be. So I could only imagine somebody who can afford to live there (laughs) be able to, you know, enjoy the, the view, the view there. And that house, not many houses are four season houses. Yeah. Like my house is a winter house because we don't really have much to offer in the summer. But like enjoying house, it from all, yeah, all aspects. It's beautiful huh. in the fall. It's beautiful in the winter. In the winter, she has these kissing balls all around the wraparound porch. Mm. In the in the fall, she has, you know, um, I'm sorry, in the summertime, she has big ferns. Oh, I want to do oh, that like so bad. And it's I don't have a wraparound farmer's porch, but I'm going to find ways to just do that because I think it's so pretty. And you know what was so clever is my seller had pictures from all the seasons, pictures of the pond, pictures oh, in the winter. That is a good idea. My son's actually featured in one of them skating. Yeah. And he did it on a loop in the living room so everybody and we had yeah. tried and tried and they I finally got that, it to work yeah. and it came out awesome yeah. people were actually shooting pictures on their phones that's actually you know and to get into our topic a little bit is that's actually a really great idea so like here yeah. at the office sometimes we have like the fire going on the tv <laughs> yeah. it's really like a youtube video played on loop for like 10 hours here um over a fireplace but it doesn't work um but i noticed when i came to visit you that there was like a, a loop playing of like pictures but that's a great idea so i feel like if it's the dead of winter and it's freezing or there's tons of snow on the ground like and it's a great property like that that has the beautiful water like yes I even asked you like oh do they do they play hockey out there like that was the first thing that like came to my mind um you know but even in the in the summertime there's I'm sure there's you know water activities that they can do out there in the summer and you they have a little paddle boat that conveys with the property and the the kids all fish out there yeah and the pond so again even in the fall the pond is with the yeah. leaves. It's just, it's multi-season. But 100%. that's, but that's a good idea for really any property that might, you know, might show better in the summer or the spring, you know, even the fall might show better in the, in the winter, be able to show it sort of year round f- because a buyer can't see it at that moment. Right. Um, you know, especially in the market that we're in right now, it's like you have two seconds and you got to make a decision. You know, you want to be able to know, you know, what does the water look like, you know, when, when it's the summertime or the, or the spring or the fall or whatever, you know, but right now we're, we're in the winter. So it's, I think that that, that's a good tip. You know, if you have a display you know, your a, favorite just, photos, yeah, mm-hmm. display your favorite photo, not necessarily yeah. like personal photos, but no. like display, you know, if you have a pool, like what, what it looks like when it's open or when flowers are in bloom or, you know, anything I like that. I remember Sharon saying that at one point in the summertime, if you're thinking about selling, snap a picture. Mm-hmm. on your phone of at least the backyard, what it looks like when it's in full bloom. Why are you afraid of that microphone? I'm not. I'm just not used to it. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. I do the same thing. I, I never get close enough. Yeah, you have to get close. So, but um, it doesn't surprise me that you like all the fall stuff because fall's your jam. Yes, mm-hmm. fall is fall <laughs> is my jam. Mm-hmm. And I, I even thought about that because you were doing the Popeyes. Again, if you follow Boston County Real Estate on Instagram, you'll see the picture that I posted of Kristen's. It's all about you right now on our Instagram. The sure past is. like three posts have been about you, but I mean, you're killing it right right now. Real so it is my jam. It is. So one of your, one of your tags on your Popeye's for your jam was, you know, some, 
some about jam, but it made me, it made me think of, oh yeah, I think that everything is my jam. All right, enough about me. <laughs> never, never, never enough about never, you. Never enough about oh, thank you. Thank you for joining us so impromptu. I know. Thank you. That was okay. so like spontaneous of you. I'm missing Taco but, Tuesday. That should that should be your your um, word for 2021 when we did it in January. Spontaneity. Spontaneous. Oh, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Awesome. So um, one of the things that um, we are doing with the roundtable is we love to hear what your thoughts and opinions are. Um, well, maybe not so much your opinions, right? No. <laughs> if you have any questions, uh, you can call us at 781-837-4900 um, at WATD. Ben is uh, answering the phones. So you can, uh, he'll pipe you right through. Okay. Yeah. And we want a listener. So, yeah, I mean, we, we want, want we, we want a caller. So let's give away <laughs> something. What do we have, Mel? We have gift cards to Dunkin' Donuts. All right. We'll start giving some of those away. All right. Well, if you uh, have a question for our team or for Kristen, if you want to talk about preparing for the spring market, if you're, you know, in the market for purchasing a home or thinking about selling your home, give us a call. Or if you just want to say hi, like we'd literally give you a gift card if you want to call and say hi. So <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's the easiest like gift uh, card you've yeah. ever gotten. Don't even have 781-837-4900. So, all right, ladies, let's jump into our uh, discussion here. So okay. uh, tonight, exciting topic, preparing for spring market. We typically do this show like from a seller's perspective and what we give the advice, but we're obviously, um, you know, it, it is sort of a seller's market in a sort of, sort of sort, a sense right yeah, now. Yeah, sort of. Uh, so we're, we're, <laughs> we're roping in the buyers too. So this is super important. Um, so first first question we have is uh, I put in spring has sprung. Okay. But when do we typically see the start of spring market? Mm-hmm. That's a question for everybody, ladies. Okay. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. I think it started earlier this year. I don't even think, I think it started before the Super Bowl Sunday. I think, I it, think Jan- January start. Well, I guess what our COVID market was, mm-hmm. it started a little bit earlier for me this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I know I'm supposed to ask you the questions, but I agree. I think that it's obviously it's been a weird year. The just because Tom Brady was in the Super Bowl doesn't mean the Patriots were, uh, you know, so. But I think a lot more people (laughs) watched it. Do you know how many times I said to Mark, how much further do the Patriots have to get in order to like, like for me to get a point so I get a square? Yeah. (laughs) All the points, all the points. You're a few weeks behind. All about those points, you know. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe next year. Um, but, we do have a caller on the line. Oh, look, they just wanted the fifth card. Look how excited we are. Vince in Boston. Here we are. Who, who is that? Is it? Vince in Boston. Oh, Vince. Can you hear me? Hello, Hello. Vince in Boston. Hello, Hi. Vince. Um, I have a question. So I was looking at a house in um, in Brockton, and um, I, I'm not really actively selling, but the thing I wanted to bring up, is there a way, like when you do your listings, to provide a little bit more detail? For example, this house was like in a subdivision, and it was, the only way to get out of the subdivision was to go on this street, which is West Chestnut, and it's like impossible to make a left turn on that street. It is so busy. And um, and I think that would be a factor in in when people are selling, or if the house is like, adjacent to this wooded area and you're worried about mosquitoes like in the summertime because there's a pond but is there any information that you can you can always know what questions to ask because the realtor may not say much about these things unless you directly ask those questions 
Yeah, Vince, that's actually a very good question because as real estate agents, there are certain things that we do say, mm -hmm. certain things that are disclosed to us because it is sort of hard for us because we don't live in the house. So like we have a new listing coming on on Thursday and I've spent a total of one hour in this house. So yeah. to know everything about it is really difficult. And then there are certain things that we can't say because we can't stigmatize a home. So something had come up recently about um, a murder in a home and where we oh that was over the weekend was it a murder it was a murder up in vermont when oh, Alyssa yeah. was looking at a condo and the agent found out so the buyer's agent found out that there was a murder in this condo so he told Alyssa mcnamara if you listen on saturday mornings um so he told her that but buyers age as sellers agents we can't give that information because we would be stigmatizing the home the only time we have to tell that is so if that type of stuff is important to you, not even so much like did someone get murdered here, but did somebody die in this property? Mm -hmm. um, you have to ask that question. But I think he brings up a really good point, Mary, though, because I think that that's the importance of working with a buyer's agent. A hundred percent. So that's what I was actually going to add to it is maybe a listing agent can't um, or wouldn't volunteer that type of information like, oh, okay, maybe West Chestnut is a busy street and you're on a cross street and it's hard to take that left turn. And, or, you know, we live across from some wetlands and it, it does get really buggy because what that would do is essentially deter a group of people from looking at that house. And that's exactly what the listing agent's job is not to do. So it's important to be working with a buyer's agent that knows the areas that you're in so that if you were coming to me, Vince, and you were like, hey, I just saw this property in at 123 Main Street or whatever it was in Brockton, and um, I could then volunteer the information to you. Hey, you know, I actually know that area really well, and it does tend to get really busy during high traffic times. So you might want to take the back roads or if there's another way to get in. Or if there isn't, then just let you know. And if that's a determining factor for you, you can either eliminate it or choose to continue to look at it. Does that kind of answer the question, Vince? Does yes, it help thank you at very all? Much. Yes, thank you very much. Oh, you're very welcome. You're thank welcome. you for calling. You have thank to you. stay on the line, though, so that you can give Ben your address and we can get you that gift card. Oh, did we lose Vince? Did oh, I hope he didn't. Vince? I hope he didn't hang up before he gave Vince. If you're still listening, um, oh, we want to make back. sure. Yeah, call Ben back so we can get your address and and send you um, a gift card. I think we lost it. Oh uh, no! Okay. Um, my mother, of course, is listening, and he's and she says, uh, "LOL, he's so right. It's impossible." My oh. mom also <laughs> lives in Brockton, <laughs> so, she uh, so she knows. But she knows the and, struggle. And you are you grew up in Brockton, so you know Randolph. 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 Oh well, what did I think? grew up in Brockton. The same reason I thought you grew up in Brockton. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Did anybody grow up in Brockton? No. no. Oh, but I was going to say, that, but you're very familiar with Brockton. So. Some famous boxers come from Bo uh, from Brockton. Yeah, I think one of them lived across the street from my mom. Oh, she'll she'll text me. The kids are at school in Brockton. Yeah, yeah, oh, yes, yeah that's yes, right. Yes. But, but so there's that, you know, getting to their school, it's, you know, that it, it's almost sort of comes with the territory, I feel like, with, mm -hmm. with towns like Brockton or, or cities like Brockton and, 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 you know, you just know that there's a lot of traffic. So you sort of, you should expect it in mm -hmm, a way. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of one-way streets, just like Bro just like um, Boston, you mm -hmm. know, so it's it's sort of expected. But I think what Mary's, Mary's point too is, you know, that's the beauty of working with a buyer's agent. And Kristen, you work as a buyer's agent all the time as well. When you get to know your client, it's almost like, 
you know, if your clients came over to you, you could do the waltz, but you could also do the jitterbug, right? You know, like, you know how to dance with your client. So you know what your client wants. So if a house comes on the market, you're going to be the one doing the Google search and yeah. you're going to be the one doing all the investigating. So you'll know, hey, my client Vince does not like busy streets. He's not going to like this. So when you go and see it and you can call him and say, hey, Vince, I know you're not going to like this property because it has a busy street. But now now we all know that Vince doesn't like mosquitoes. So we could say, hey, Vince, there's a small little swamp in the backyard. Chances are there might be mosquitoes there. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. So all right, that's my two cents. Well, thank you so much, Vince, for for calling. If you're still listening, I hope so. Um, All right. So we we talked about when we typically see spring markets start. So um, let's move on to the discussion. We'll start with the seller side. Okay. So what advice would we give a seller to prepare for spring market? So maybe when it um, comes to preparing their home, Sharon, what would your top tip be for a seller in today's market for selling their home in the spring? I think that, you know, if you're thinking about it, that right now is the time to do it. You really want to be on the market before everybody else comes on the market. We always say you're better off to be one of less inventory than one of more inventory. But I think that that just sort of sounds cliche right now. Obviously, it's a supply and demand situation we're in right now. But I think the little things that sellers used to worry about when they were putting their house on the market, they don't have to worry about as much anymore. So if there are things that you feel as if, well, I want to do this, I want to do that before I put my house on the market, chances are you don't have to do those things because the buyers just want your house. They don't care about the you know, the ceiling needs to be painted or whatever it is. The countertops are outdated. Yeah, Yeah. they don't care. I just said to a potential seller, they're not going to care if the garage floor is painted or not. Yep. They're not going to not buy your house because mm-hmm. the garage floor isn't painted. And I don't think you're going to get any more money because it is. Right. You're, you're probably just going to get more money because you're on the market. <laughs> That's why. So I think worrying about the little, little intricacies. Now we have a house coming on the market Thursday um, and I'm not giving out the address yet, but if you want more information on it, you can call um, Mary and I at our new joint phone number, which is. 781. No, 508. 508. Oh, is that why? Yeah, it's 508-561. 508-561. 508-561-8080. Yes. You said it to me earlier. Yeah, you said it to me earlier. That's what it is. Yeah, 508-508. Oh, well, that explains. That's an off-air topic. All right, so that's our phone number, 508-561-8080. It's 8080. And we can give you more information about it, but... I was, when I went through the house, I remember there's a detached four car garage. And when I was going upstairs, when I got to like almost the third, like you can go upstairs in the garage. When I got up to like, maybe there were three steps left. I noticed that the railing stopped. And for some reason or another today, when I was thinking of going over everything with them and I was thinking about like the house and I walked through it again in my head and I called them and I was like, you know what, that railing at the top of the stairs, it it felt a little awkward to me. So it was weird for me though, because I have um, a fear of opened back stairs, you know, like they they don't have the risers. I can't can't do it for some reason. I can go up, but coming down is weird. Break your ankle. Yeah. So anyways, I called them. So for a hazard thing, we would definitely tell people to do that. But other than that, I just say, put the bad boy on. Safety is one thing. And then if it's cosmetic, that's a completely different thing. Uh, Mary, uh, what would your top tip be for preparing? So for, for buyers preparing or sellers? No, for sellers preparing their home. 
in order to sell. So whether it's, you know, cleaning it, getting a dumpster, you know, decluttering, what I'm giving you examples. If I were probably to pick one, it would be decluttering. Cause I think just showing everybody's looking for space now with the whole, with everybody working from home um, or more people working from home, homeschooling, mm -hmm. that becoming more prominent, the better you can highlight the the usage of your space. I think that would be one thing to kind of hone in on and focus mm -hmm. on. Yeah. So take some stuff out, get a dumpster. Mm -hmm. Less is best. Less is best. I think curb appeal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 100%. I agree with you too. I don't want to cut you off, but I have an idea about that. So mm -hmm. is there anything that you wanted to touch upon the curb appeal, like what people should do in order to like improve it? Like, whether it's mow their lawn. You're just going to go through the whole entire list. You've turned into me now. You're asking the questions and answering I them. I know, I know, because things are popping in my head. Well, I do think now that, you know, the trend is to hold showings until the open houses. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of buyers. Trend? Not our trend. Not our trend. Some trends. Yeah. But some buyers will they'll just drive by and if mm -hmm. it's if it doesn't look good from the outside and mm -hmm. that's their first impression they might not this is how i and i'm sorry to cut you off but this is how i look at that is if you can't take the big wheel out of the front yard before a snowstorm, then like, are you not doing the things that really need to be done mm -hmm. like are your christmas lights really still up and you know what i mean i just feel like if if the outside is a good impression of what you're probably going to find on the inside yeah. So, I, sorry, go ahead. Everybody's cutting me off. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> My thing was with curb appeal is um, at least all the open houses that I've either attended or helped, you know, do everybody's standing outside. So mm -hmm. they might be standing outside good for point. Good point. five, 10, 15, 20 30 minutes. And then they start walking around. Too, and then right? they start walking around. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't want to stand in line anymore. So I'll leave my husband or my wife or whoever, my kid in line and I'll walk around. And, you know, so they have somebody holding their place. They start walking around. They start seeing, okay, now they have more time to look at the siding, look at the, mm -hmm. the roof, look at, you know, the, is there water in the backyard? How big is the backyard? The fence? Oh, oh, oh mm -hmm. you know, they might look at the garage floor and, and start to think, well, maybe I would want it painted, you know? Like they, it gives them time to look at those things that maybe they typically wouldn't until like maybe home inspection, mm -hmm. um, which is better though, because I'd rather that they get a chance to look right. Yeah. Rather than having buyer's remorse and we've gotten too far into the process with them. Mm -hmm. That's why we do it differently with our showings is we don't want to hold off on all of the showings because we, we want buyers to be able to have a half hour in the house with their buyer's agent. I mean, don't you appreciate that as a buyer's agent? When, 100%. Yeah. And you don't have to, I mean, I say it every week that we talk about this, but I cannot buy a pair of shoes on Zappos in 10 minutes in the privacy of my living room. Never mind buy a house in 10 minutes when all like a hundred other people are around you, you know? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if I had held, um, if I had a deadline for my open house that we had this weekend, we may not have, gotten enough yeah that may be on his way mm -hmm. that's good yeah if you had a deadline if we you know if we if we just didn't do showings we just did it for the open house we started showings on wednesday i was I, still showing well i think it's just you're you're introducing it to the most amount of people mm -hmm. when you're when you're allowing the showings because not everybody's going to be able to get there between a 10 to 12 block on a sunday 
or a one to three on a Saturday, yeah. you know? It allows the the buyers that are working with agents to see the house before the open house. So, you know, perhaps the open house isn't as busy and you don't get as much traffic, but, um, but that might be good, you know, for the agent or even it might be good for the seller because they might only have you know, two hours to be out of the house and they have to get back in, you know, so it might be convenient for them as well. Um, but for the sake of, of sort of being on time here, what do you guys think about um, a seller doing a pre-listing home inspection? Mm. I mean, of course, from my perspective, I would love it because then, um, you know, we would we would hope that if you're going to go through the extent, at least from a buyer's agent perspective, if you're going to go through the process of having a pre-home inspection inspection, you're probably going to fix some of the things that mm -hmm. come up. Mm -hmm. So as a buyer, I would love to go into a house and say like, oh, well, they did a pre-inspection and they fixed X, Y, and Z. That probably makes it a little bit more competitive, maybe a little bit more secure if they did want to waive a home inspection. Mm -hmm. However, I as a listing agent, I don't think it's necessary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think uh -huh. so right now either. I just, I don't even, honestly, your plumbing could be literally split in half with water. Somebody would buy it. Somebody's <laughs> yeah. going to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and all, all we have to say is the house is priced according to the condition that it's in. Yeah. Yeah. I would say my uh, top tip always is get a Title Five done before yes. you list your house, ah. no matter what season it is. It's just we, we're, what we're a just great talking about great spring. One. That is a great one. Mm. We're just talking about spring, but at any point, if it's applicable if it's to your uh, town, you know, get a Title Five done, and um, you know, you you know mm -hmm. firsthand, yep. you know, you got to get it done, and so it's you, either going to pass or fail. It's either going to pass or fail, and then you can figure out how you're going to sort of rectify that. But and then you just deal with it then. You're better off knowing. I mean, you can't make things better yeah. or give the right advice if you don't have the basics sort of covered. Mm -hmm. And it makes it such a difference when you, with the title five is if you don't have it done beforehand, one, you don't know if you're, if you're going to fail, but more importantly is I think as a buyer's agent, I'd be a little hesitant. Like I, I don't, I would be like, you know, it's contingent upon engine, you know, approved engineering plans from the town. Well, it's also hard in this market to write that in. So we actually, I actually just wrote in an offer on a property over the weekend that needed a new title five, but they didn't have the board of health approved plans. Well, there's some buyers that are buyers agents that might not care about that, but we've had experience where, um, it's really important to know that information. So when you're looking at these offers side by side, going to protect the buyer mm -hmm. might not make you the most competitive, but it's so necessary when it comes to a septic system. Like, mm -hmm. I just don't know how anybody could do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because some septic systems could be, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80. You know what I mean? You never know how. Could be a cesspool. Yeah. Yeah. It, it might just be a nightmare. <laughs> you just want to avoid that too. That too. Um, We've all been there. We've all been there. Before we move on to buyers, is there any anything else that you guys want to say when it comes to you know giving advice to a seller right now in the market? Mm. I just think that making sure that they're going, like making sure that they have a place to go because it isn't one of those situations that we're in right now where you want to put it on the market and say it's contingent upon seller finding suitable housing. I think you'll find a buyer, but I just don't think that that's really fair to do to buyers because mm -hmm. it holds up the process for everybody. And I think if you, you should have in mind where you want to go um, or have a backup plan at least. We just had one that fell through today. Oh, because of that? Oh, really? Mm 
Do you want to elaborate or you Not want really, me to guess? It's depressing. She's still in the depression. You know what? It, it's the market. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's tough on both sides. Yeah. So if you're serious about selling, you've got to, you're right, have a backup plan. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 The only other advice that I would give would be to either hire our team or Kristen. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I like that. Those are my, that's my advice. And you know what? I was just thinking when you were saying that, if there's someone listening that doesn't necessarily have an agent yet, have somebody that you trust just kind of look through your house and say, because I think you can be blind to things. Mm-hmm. If you're used to seeing them, have somebody say, oh, you might want to do that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, someone that you trust, at least that could yeah. give you some honest criticism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to be okay with that though. Yeah. You have to be able to accept it. Yeah. But I think that that's why people hire us though. We'll give your little spiel because you, you kind of do it really well, in my opinion, when you walk into a CMA and, yeah. and tell them how you point things out. So what I say to my clients, when they call me in to do an analysis on their house, the first part of it is me going to their home, obviously. But I always say to them before I start this process and walk around with you, because we'll sit down first, go through the agency disclosure, all of that. When I walk around your home, I just want to let you know that I'm walking through your homes as the eyes of a buyer. Buyers want to find things that are wrong. They're not looking for things that are right. So if I point something out, it's only because my eyes right now are focused like a buyer. Mm -hmm. So I will point things out all along the way. And the reason why that's so important for listing, for if you're listing your home is because, I mean, even in the studio, we've taken pictures up and down so many times, but like you can tell like these walls need to be done. If this house was going on the market, I would say, all right, we should really paint this room. You know, let's just patch up the little holes and let's paint this room. So if my husband, Mark McNamara is listening, we're not selling, but we should really paint this room. (laughs) So, um, so that's why when we go through it, but how much will it cost to paint this room? Let's just say. A hundred bucks, 200 bucks, 300. If that, right? 80, 80 bucks. Yeah, Let's just say hire Mary. It'll be 80 bucks. All right. We'll say a hundred. Okay. okay. It's a hundred bucks. A buyer's going to come in here and the buyer's going to say, oh, well, that's going to cost me $500 to do that. So mm-hmm. that's why they always, you know, in their head, it's higher than lower. So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. my approach. Um, before we move on to the buyers, we do have a question. Um, it's from Carol Carey Westmouth. Okay. How do you, does anyone know? Westmouth? Yeah. Um, she says, it's off topic um, for tonight, but what made each of you decide to go into real estate? Hmm. That's oh, a that's a, very, that's a very probing question. Mm. <laughs> I like that. Kristen, why don't we start with you? So I'd always thought about it. And then I was actually on Nantucket with a very good friend of mine who does um, mortgages. She's a lender. And I said, I always wanted to do it, but I feel like I'm too old. And she said, no, you're not. So I'll give Jen Morrison props because she really talked me into it. And I say all the time, I say all the time, I wish I did it 20 years ago. Mm. I wish I I started. I'm so proud of you too. You know this because I know when I met you as an agent, obviously, you know, we went through the whole process of you deciding if you were going to come here or not. And I've been telling you since day one, and there's no reason for me to try to have to BS you, right? Because I want what's best for everybody and everybody's going to be their best self when they're in a company that they, they trust is home for them. You have a lot of things that are very similar to me. And I've been saying that to you. Don't you think? 
She's been like, saying it to me too. Yeah, like about her. Sisters. Yeah, soul sister, soul sister. <laughs> I'm in the same girl. mood today. I got a shout out to Beyonce. Sorry, I wasn't saying that. Maybe I don't know all the words and what it means. So, <laughs> well, Kristen, I just want to say that I'm very happy that you decided to do this. You're Thank very, you. very good at it. Thank You're so you. thorough. And one, this is one of the things that I see in you that I see in myself is your relationship with your clients. It, it is not a client. This is not a house you need to sell. This is a person that you are just, you're just like full in to help. And that's what is, makes you such a success and makes you you so like us so proud of you here. And you get shining star awards around here all the time. (laughs) Are you blushing? You're blushing. (laughs) Um, All right. Real quick, Mary. Oh, um, real quick. Well, we only have 10 minutes left Um, of the show. We still got to get to buyers. I actually, so I I did go to college for a year. So I got introduced to real estate as somebody's assistant up in the city when I was 18. Um, And I remember actually her and her brokers took me into an office and they said, don't go to college. Don't go to college. You could be so good at this. You could make so much money. I was like, no way I'm going to college. Like I'm going to UNH. Like I thought it was, um, I was going to live the life went to college, didn't quite work out um, for personal reasons, but then it was always something that I kind of enjoyed and wanted to pursue. So when I was 21, I got my real estate license and I have been here ever since. It was always going to be my career and my life's path and Mm -hmm. just what I do. And then how long were you with Boston Connect when you, and she was introduced to Boston Connect real estate through one of our other full-time agents that I've been friends with for about 20 years now, Donna Bagney, because Donna was the buyer's agent for your sister. Yep. Very serendipitous how that happened. It's weird, weird little connections all over the place, by the way. And, um, you were with us how long when we had just opened Boston Connect. So I had just opened Boston Connect. It was 10, 2010 and the company was growing and it was even a declined market. And I was, you know, full force doing buyers, doing everything. And I remember, I I remember this like it was literally yesterday. um, Sharon had come into the, so I got hired um, to be an agent and then Sharon was like, Hey, do you want to work some office hours? And I was like, absolutely. I want to get my feet wet. I want to like, see what's going on. Wasn't even there two weeks. Sharon came in one day a little bit, just kind of frazzled because she was doing so many different things. And she goes, what do I need? I go, I don't know how you do this without like an assistant. (laughs) And she goes, do you want the job? I go, Sure. <laughs> and this is literally how her and I became her and I. Yep. And been so, like that ever since. It was really funny because everyone's like, you need a full-time assistant. You need to do this. And I was just like, her name is Mary. Mary gave birth to Christ. So she has to be good enough to be my assistant with that name. I got a lot to live up to. <laughs> yes. So anyways, that's how Mary started with us. And it's been nice to sort of watch you grow up um, yeah. as you know, a baby. Yeah. You were 21 years old. She came in with her Betty Boop shoes and bright oh. red lipstick and a mini skirt. And I was like, oh, oh so here's I, a little, I was hot. I was here's hot. a little fun. Anyway. Uh, could you go buy some clothes? <laughs> <laughs> we need to tone it down a bit. Yeah, my clients aren't going to 
will appreciate bright red lipstick and Betty Boop high heels. <laughs> like I can still be known to rock a red lip every once yeah, in a while. I know, yes. <laughs> uh, but here we are 10 years later and it's been great um, to mold a mini me. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> so People can't tell the difference on, uh, with us on the phone sometimes, which is funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to me. I know, because now they all call you anyway. So mm-hmm. we had that discussion earlier. <laughs> no one calls me anymore, but anyway. Anybody out there, call Sharon, please. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, my Sharon, Sharon. I'll make my, I'll make mine fast. Okay. So it was probably 2001, I guess. And, um, so when I was pregnant before I got pregnant, I was working at Reebok and I loved my job. I loved my boss. And it's not that often in life where you love both things. Right. And honestly, I worked for, um, men's fitness and the vice president of men's fitness, basketball, all those things, fun, fun, fun job. Loved it had Casey, went back to work for a couple months. And then Mark came home one day and he was down in Hull doing a new construction uh, project down on the water. And he came back and said, you know, I saw a woman walking her baby on the beach and I really want that for you and for us. So I decided to quit uh, Reebok and stay home. And then we had Mackenzie's soon thereafter. And then we thought that I would go back corporate when they went to school. And then when that time came, I just don't feel like we were ready. And like, that wasn't what we wanted to do. And um, I've always been sort of entrepreneurial. My parents owned a convenience store. So did Kristen's. Mm-hmm. See, we have this weird connection. Uh, so did Kristen's parents. And I decided to go into real estate. And um, that's how I got into real estate. <laughs> well, and here I am 20 years later. Here you are 20 years later. Yeah. And I am it very, out. yeah, I'm very fortunate. I've been at some great companies. Again, I don't think that we have competition in this industry. I think that we have colleagues. We just have different color logos. So that's how I feel. That is great. That is a great story. Um, all right. So moving <laughs> on to, uh, you know, how, what would you give your buyers? Uh, what advice would you give your buyers for the spring market? Mary, you are the buyer's agent on the team. What, uh, what's your number one top tip? We only have about five minutes left. Okay, so I'll do, be really quick. Get your financial situation in order, whatever that is. Get super, super strong and get super narrow-minded in the sense of like you need to save. You're buying a house, just save, save, save. Sellers are looking at down payments and financial qualifications harder than probably ever before. And where we're in such a competitive market, I think it goes a long way to just... Um, make yourself shine as much as you can in that light. That's my number one. I think that's perfect. Is that your advice too? Definitely. Yeah, and I agree. I mean, I am very much the the listing side of uh, the team with Mary and um, we tend to have arguments every so often or I'm like, you're looking at that from a buyer Literally perspective. Literally earlier today. <laughs> yeah, earlier today she did something and I was like, you're looking at that from a buyer perspective, like we're listing. So um, I agree though, because when I'm a listing agent and we get multiple offers on um, properties, unfortunately, if you're not prepared, it's just not, it's just not going to work out. It just, it just won't. I mean, everybody can only do what they can do, but you have to be very clear on, on where you're going and what you need to save. And if you have the ability to just keep, if you're, if you're renting, just keep saving money the whole time while you're looking and don't, don't stop. Don't say, all right, I got 20 K in the bank. I'm good. I can go spend the rest of this money. Keep putting it away. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion. And one of the other things that I think is really important too is 
make sure that you that you know whoever your buyer's agent is wherever they're from you know just make sure that they're on top of things as well because when we got those 10 offers there was one offer that did not listen to our instructions at all and we set it up that we wanted it to be very easy for the buyer's agent but you have to make it easier for us too like give us a cover page so when we have questions for you we're not shuffling through so many emails and everything mm. so buyer's agents should really just pay attention to that stuff because we are as a listing agent. Okay. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I would say that my top tip would be to don't get caught up in emotional bidding because you don't want to wake up one day and be house poor mm. and living true. in a house that you can't afford. That's a good one. Or having regret. There would yeah. be nothing worse than having regret, right? Mm. Can I just say we uh, we're all sitting here hire a buyer's agent too. That would that would <laughs> that would also. And when I say hire, I mean it's a service that really doesn't cost you anything. It's mm. the no, it's the knowledge base um, mm. that you're there for. But make sure your buyer's agent does know your area specifically for what Vince called earlier about. Mm -hmm. I mean those things do come up, mm -hmm. and I I just think it's important to have somebody who's knowledgeable um, to help guide you through more so this time. Mm -hmm. this time of year than anything. Yeah. Looks like we only have about three minutes left. Hey, eh, Ben. We are down to our, yes, indeed. Last two. Okay. Well, perfect. So we should talk about our new listing coming up in the open house this weekend. Yeah. 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 We have a couple yep. minutes. For that. So um, Mary and I are putting on a new listing. It's coming on in Halifax. If you follow us on Facebook, you can find us at uh, McNamara Broker Team is still the name of the team for now. Um, we're working on some logos and stuff right now, but um, you can find us there. You can see the sneak peek of that. We're not giving out the address because we're going to be there tomorrow taking pictures and we just don't want the street covered <laughs> with cars. <laughs> we don't want you in our phone. Photos, yeah. We don't want you in the photos. Um, the price will be under 600. And when I, this house is gorgeous, you're going to love it. It has a four car detached garage, a beautiful little yard, a big yard, actually. It's an acre. Um, so that's that. And then do you want to tell people what's going on for next week? Yeah. So next week we are going to be joined by Emmanuel Ebot from Styles Law. Mm -hmm. He is going to be coming on the show with us and we're going to be talking about, um, you know, the importance of clear title. Um, and, and do you even know what, what clear title is when it comes to real estate? Um, we're going to, yeah. What is a title? We're going to be talking about encumbrances, uh, the, the importance of knowing where your property lines are, all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. So insurance, right? yeah, insurance, um, you know, getting in, 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 title insurance yep. and all that fun stuff. So um, again, we're going to be joined by Emmanuel Ebot from Styles Law. We love him. Mm -hmm. um, Sharon, what do you say about him? He's like one pulse short of being flatlined. Yeah. In a good way. In, in, a, in, a, good in way. a good way. In a good way. <laughs> He's so. so chill. He's like my chill to like my whatever I am, <laughs> my high vibrancy. <laughs> so, um, well, on that note, thank you guys for listening to us tonight. And thank you, Kristen, for, for joining us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. We'll, be, we'll be back next Tuesday with Emmanuel. Yeah. Follow us on our podcast, too, and all that. So yeah. talk. talk Real Estate Roundtable. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, Benjamin. Bye. Have Bye. a lovely evening. <laughs>